citizen. The training, chapter twenty-six. Tracy had been in Chattanooga for five years, finished school, and was enrolled in a management training class for Bank of America. When he finished, the bank paid for Tracy's move to Atlanta, and set him up in an apartment. Tracy didn't like the masked, cutthroat politics of banking, but at least it got him out of Tennessee. It was 1997, and the only thing left was to find a church home. From his recent experiences, Tracy knew he needed more scriptural knowledge and how to use it. His visions fighting demons had gotten him started, but Tracy was led to Proverbs four seven. Wisdom is the principal thing; therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Tracy turned to World Changers Church, founded and pastored by Creflo Dollar. Like his father's church, it was non-denominational and charismatic. And based solely on studying the Word of God, as a megachurch, it had a fairly anonymous congregation and was ten minutes from Tracy's job. When he got paid at the end of his first month, Tracy was led to pay his tithes and ran down to the church on his lunch break. On the way back, Tracy was at a stoplight when he spoke. Do you believe I gave you the inspiration to pay your tithes at lunchtime, and that this is about more than paying your tithes? Yeah, Tracy answered because yes was usually the right answer. Good, he said. You need a new car. How about that red jeep to your left? Tracy looked. Sure enough, there was a used car dealership to his left. Next to the entrance was a Jeep Cherokee on a display rack that was fire engine red. Okay, cool, Tracy said, and turned into the lot crowded with high-end luxury cars. Tracy knew his credit hadn't been very good, but he hadn't checked in a while. He was headed for the Jeep when a salesman came over dressed in a tuxedo. Good afternoon, the salesman said. Is there something I can help you with? I guess so, Tracy said. I think I'm here to buy this jeep. Tracy had never bought anything with the Lord before, so he wasn't sure how it worked. I can run a credit report if you like, the salesman said. Do you have time? Well, Tracy said, I'm on my lunch break, so I don't have too much time. I'm only here because he told me to come in here, which made the salesman look around to see if someone was with Tracy. Okay, the salesman said, "I'll run your credit. In the meantime, take a look around." Sure, Tracy said. Tracy gave the salesman his information and looked over the previously leased luxury cars, but the Jeep was for Tracy. It was a two-door, four-cylinder base model, big enough to haul his kung fu buddies back and forth to North Carolina for classes. It was also a five-speed stick shift. Tracy thought. Freddie always said, "If you got a stick, 
carjackers were less likely to steal it. It also didn't have a high-end stereo, which was one less thing to worry about. And it's red, Tracy said aloud. I like red. I know, he said. The salesman came back and put his tuxedoed self between Tracy and the jeep. We just ran your credit, Mr. Staples, the salesman said. You can get anything on the lot. And he spread his arms wide toward the luxury cars, but Tracy looked behind the salesman at the jeep. Do you want something to impress? the salesman said with a smile. I like the jeep, Tracy said, and the salesman's feathers went down. Well, you could go for basic and functional. We just put this up on the rack because someone traded it up for one of our nicer cars. Tracy wasn't the least bit interested in the salesman's pitch. But I can get the mechanics over here, the salesman said, and they can get the jeep down so you can do a quick test drive. That sounds good, Tracy said. Tracy drove his new jeep around the block to go through the motions, but ultimately... Tracy knew the deal was done when he asked Tracy about his tithe at the stoplight. How soon do you want it? the salesman asked. We can have the paperwork done by this afternoon. If you can get the insurance for it by then, you can drive it off the lot when you get off work. And that's what happened. Tracy drove home that evening and named his Jeep Bruce. The next day, Tracy drove to work in Bruce. The director of the management training program, Sally, happened to look out her window as Tracy parked his shiny red car. She was a racist white woman, and by the time Tracy reached the office, Bruce was the sole topic of discussion. You bought a brand new Jeep? Sally exclaimed. It's just a two-door base model, Tracy replied but thought, The only thing shiny on it is the color. It's a year old and has 10,000 miles on it. It is about the car, he said. It has always been about the car. Remember the impulse? This is the same thing, but instead of Granny's pride, this is about Sally's. But I think you're ready for this fight now. You are ready to pass the test. Just follow my lead. What should I do? Tracy thought. Immediately, Tracy was brought to remembrance. He knew all he had experienced in his visions and the lessons they taught, so Tracy quietly prayed under his breath in his prayer language. Then Tracy's peers in the management training program gathered for the day, and Sally was everyone's boss. "'We must be paying you too much,' Sally said to Tracy with disdain, and Tracy continued praying softly with the weapon of his tongue. Watch me turn that weapon against her, he said. I don't understand, Tracy thought. That tongue, he said, as if it was the nastiest thing in his presence. I am going to make her reveal the dark secrets only she and her husband talk about in the privacy of their bedroom. This is going to be funny, Tracy. Okay, Tracy thought, and knew not to laugh as he kept praying. I think I'm going to have to review all of your salaries, Sally went on. 
because for six months I've been talking to my husband about getting me a red Jeep for Valentine's Day. All I wanted was a red Cherokee. That's funny, Lord, Tracy thought. She looked at my little base model and saw a Jeep Grand Cherokee, all to reveal her jealousy. He says our mortgage is too high, Sally blathered on. He's always going on about our mortgage and how we shouldn't have gotten our house in the first place, just to impress all these fake associates of mine who don't give a damn. And she works in a bank, Tracy thought. Training me on fiscal responsibility? My husband says you wanted the house, Sally said. By this time, the short-haired lesbian HR director came out of her office to see what the commotion was about. It wasn't cool for her and her partner to be out in the workplace yet. However, that didn't stop her from staring at Sally as if to say, WTF? Take your pill and teach your class, girl. And her look was enough for Sally to come back to herself. Sally's rant ended, and the new trainees filed awkwardly into the boardroom. But there was nothing Tracy could do. He was the vehicle, or rather, his new jeep was. Tracy was actually not responsible for the situation, which made the scene so much sweeter. As if to prove this, a fellow trainee who was a female of color hit Tracy's arm as he entered the boardroom. Nice jeep, Tracy, she said with satisfaction, and Tracy knew he had passed the test. Hello everyone, Tracy here. I hope you're enjoying my story. We'll let you know how to support this podcast later. But for now, the best thing you can do is follow us and share it with your friends and family. So if you like what you're hearing, please help us out by telling people about it. And thanks again. But the rivalry didn't stop, and Tracy knew his days at the bank were numbered. He also knew he was only there for the managerial training. Tracy sent out his resume at the beginning of August. At the end of the month, Tracy's training ended on a Friday, and he gave Tracy the heads up. On Monday morning, the day after Princess Diana died, Bank of America planned to fire Tracy. Before they had a chance, Tracy announced he quit. By mid-morning, Tracy drove Bruce home to pack in order to move into a cheaper apartment until he got a new job. As he did, the phone rang. Tramail, the voice said. Is this Mr. Tramail Staples? Yes, Tracy said. My name is Teresa, the woman continued. But you can call me Lady T. I work for Tava Technologies. Would you be interested in coming on over here for an interview? The voice on the other end of the phone produced vowels longer and wider than seemed humanly possible. What made the accent harder to comprehend 
was that it needed no breath. Because of the time the middle of each syllable absorbed, the bent distortions made it impossible for Tracy to fit any part of a word in edgewise, particularly given the time needed to decipher the phrase. The following conversation is amended to save paper. Uh... Tracy tried. Greg was wondering if you could come in today, Lady T drawled. Actually, I'm in the middle of packing. Well, I don't say this to too many people, but Greg is really interested in talking to you, so you could probably stop packing right now and come over here, and then you wouldn't have to pack at all. I would have to get my suit out, and it's not... Do you have a tie and slacks? Yes, ma'am. Well, that's overdressed around here, so why don't you just come on in? Tracy was bewildered by what was happening, and too befuddled to check in with him. However... The silence was enough for Tracy's attacker to yield a tiny bit. Okay, the woman decided. How about tomorrow? What's your earliest convenience? Tracy managed. Let's see. Greg usually's not around till 7 a.m. to open up the shop. And then the team gets here around 8 to 8.30, so... How about you come in and at nine o'clock or so? That sounds great. All righty then. I'll let Greg know to see you at nine. And she hung up the phone. Tracy listened to the dial tone for a moment and wondered why she had finished talking. As soon as Tracy hung up, the phone rang. I guess it would help if I gave you directions the woman said, and she did. The next day, Tracy found the building and the office. It was a large space with a single reception desk at the end. Behind it was jet-black hair with a bun held in place with hair sticks. Because the woman underneath was so short, that was all that was visible. When Tracy entered, the tiny Japanese woman stood and came from behind her desk. Tracy looked around for someone else, but they were the only ones in the room. Good morning, Tracy said. My name is Mr. Staples, and I'm here for a... Well, of course, I know that, Lady T drawled. Tracy was appropriately shocked that the four-foot-seven, very Asian woman that came over to shake his hand also owned the voice from their phone conversation. Hello, Tremail, she said with her bent vowels. I know I don't speak a lick of Japanese, and I know what you're thinking, but I like the shock treatment when folks come through the door, so I always give them a long visual first. Tracy was speechless as they shook hands. Of course I'm Teresa, but you can call me Lady T because everybody does. Now, can I take your jacket and your hat? Do you want something to drink? I bet you like coffee. I'll go on and get you some. 
and Lady T went to a corner of the huge room that had a small table, tiny fridge, and coffee maker, yet she didn't stop talking. How was your drive in? I can't believe I didn't give you directions at first. There was no question about it. Lady T was everything. As the staff arrived for work, it was evident that she knew everyone's birthday or anniversary, and what child or spouse had what issue. So, Tracy knew who to ask. He had looked up the company the night before, but wasn't exactly sure what they did or why they were interested in him. As Lady T handed him his coffee, he asked, "So." Tracy said, and pulled out his kinfolk accent. What is it exactly that y'all do around here? Lady T laughed. <laughs> y'all are so silly. You'll be perfect. We work with IT automation, and Greg already loves you. I told him so myself. Then, as Tracy waited for Greg to come from the warehouse. He sat in Greg's office and prayed. Lord, I don't know how I fit in with this company. My background is in programming and robotics. What do I know about any of this stuff? This is your next step, he said, which was all Tracy needed to hear. Tracy was hired on the spot. The next day, he was thrown into year two thousand compliance. Then, in a whirlwind. Tracy was shown the world, and his co-workers were shown the Lord. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you would like to purchase the book *Dual Citizen*, it is available on Amazon. Be sure to search for *Dual Citizen: The Connection*. All three books, *The Connection*, *The Training*, and *The Arrival*, are available in print as well as on Kindle. *Dual Citizen: The Connection* is also available on Audible. So, if you would like to skip ahead and see how everything turns out, feel free. But don't tell your friends the ending. Thanks again, and we hope everyone will find their place at the table.